Presentation Skills for Design Students, Episode 20. Hello and welcome to Presentation Skills for Design Students, the podcast helping design students everywhere become confident, creative communicators. My name's Christina Cantors, and I'm here to help you speak with confidence, create compelling presentations, and communicate your ideas like a superhero. So get ready to take your next presentation to a whole new level. Hi, everyone, and thank you for joining me again on the podcast this week. I'm very excited for this week's episode because I'm interviewing the very lovely Nadine Hanafi. Nadine is a visual thinker, a communication designer, and the founder of We Are Visual, which is a company dedicated to turning your boring PowerPoint decks into visual experiences that persuade, inspire, and engage. Now, a company that creates amazing presentations, how cool is that? You can discover more about We Are Visual at wearevisual.com. Now, not only are we going to be talking about how you can use visuals to really boost your presentation, we also chat about SlideShare. Now, if you don't know what SlideShare is, it's a website where you can upload your PowerPoint presentations, your, your PDFs and Word documents, and other users can view them. They can comment on them and share them, etc. It's It's like YouTube for slideshows. Now, Nadine has some beautiful slideshows on there, including ones with titles like Three Reasons Your Presentation Fails and Six Ways to Ignite Your Ideas. So if you want some inspiration on how to create a really sexy looking slideshow, go have a look at Nadine's work on slideshare.net and I'll pop a link to that in the show notes. And of course, I'll pop all the other resources mentioned during the interview into the show notes as well. So I'm going to get straight into the interview today. I know you're going to love it. So get ready to be wowed by the very lovely Nadine Hanafi. Nadine, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to have you. Those of you who don't know Nadine or how she how she heard of this podcast, you might want to check out my little slide share, uh, slideshow that I popped up. I'll put a, put a link to that in the, in the show notes. But um, yeah, I've been coming up with creative ways of asking people to be interviewees on the podcast. And Nadine was my first experiment and it turned out quite well. So thank you Amazing. so much. <laughs> no, thank you. Thank you. That was a beautiful slide share. <laughs> All right, everyone be sure to check that out. Um, so anyway, uh, Nadine, for the people who don't know, can you please just give us a, a quick overview of who you are and, and what you do? So I'm a presentation designer and I started a company called We Are Visual, which specializes in presentation design and also provides uh, presentation training. And uh, we have a strong focus on visual display of information, how to improve the way that you show you know, ideas, the way that you portray ideas. Um, so yeah, presentation design is, is what I do and what I love. <laughs> is that something you've always been interested in? You know, I started designing, playing around with PowerPoint when I was a little kid, I remember, but, uh, it really started to, you know, take, you know, shape in college. I, I, I heard of a designer 
who was on SlideShare posting a lot of great stuff on SlideShare. His name is Jesse D. Or he goes by Jesse D. I don't know if you've heard of him. But um, he posted this SlideShare called You Suck at PowerPoint. And it... <laughs> It was amazing. It went viral on SlideShare. It went viral everywhere. And um, and I remember I would look at it multiple times and think, this guy's a genius. I totally agree. And he was basically saying, these are all the things that you're doing wrong with PowerPoint. This is how to do it better. Um, so I was inspired by him. And then I designed a presentation uh, for school for one of my classes and kind of applied all the principles that he mentioned and uh, and everybody loved it, and I got great comments from my teachers, and I thought, okay, I'm going to keep doing this, you know, and where everyone was spending a couple hours on their PowerPoint, I was spending a couple days and really applying myself and making things look pretty and visual, um, so I think my love for presentations and the art of presentations started then, um, and then, you know, when, when I saw the opportunity and I found out that there are companies out there that that's all they do is presentation design. I thought I could design PowerPoints for the rest of my life and be very happy. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I ended up doing what I'm doing. Yeah. That is so cool. You know, I, I actually, I'm the same. I had no idea that there were companies out there that just did presentations of people. Yeah. And I found your company and I found a couple of other ones and, and they design the presentations and then coach the, the clients mm -hmm. through how to present it. I thought, that's amazing. I did not yeah. even know that existed. So Yeah, and a lot of people don't. You know, when I tell them what I do, they're like, you do what now? Is that a real job? Like, yeah, it is. And, you know, there's a lot of amazing graphic designers out there. And a lot of times people who want professional presentation design will go to a graphic designer if they don't know that there are specialized presentation designers. And the graphic designers will do an amazing job, but it's it, it's another, it's a different animal, you know. It's really... Um, beyond, it's it's not the same thing as designing a brochure. Okay. So, you know, and that's why you need to go to a, you know a professional presentation designer and to to help you shape your story, to help you frame your content better, etc. And design slides. It's you know. So yeah. so just so just being a great designer doesn't necessarily mean that you'll put yeah. together a great presentation. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. I'd like to come back to that actually later on the mm -hmm. interview. But firstly, what I like to do, Nadine, on the podcast is yeah. ask my guests about their two things. Have you heard of the two things? No. Okay. Well, okay. So it's, it's based on the idea that yeah. any subject or topic can be summed up in just two things, anything. Uh -huh. And anything else is just, it's either an application of those two things or it's just not important. Now, I'll give you an example. And I know you've, you've done marketing, you've worked in marketing before. So mm -hmm. here's, here's, a, here's an example of the two things about marketing. Number one, identify who you are trying to reach. And number two, don't just reach them, grab them by the balls. Hmm. So, I, like you, I mean, you, you can agree or disagree with that, but that's one example yeah. of how you could give two things about that. Okay, so what uh -huh. I'd like to ask you, what are the uh -huh. two things about SlideShare? SlideShare in particular. Mm. Okay. Be remarkable. Okay. An original in that sense. And show them, don't just tell them. Show them, don't just tell them. Okay. Yeah. So do you want me to explain that? Yeah, sure. Okay. So be remarkable, be original is really, you know, don't, don't do template-y stuff because that won't catch people's attention. Your your best bet at, at being popular on SlideShare is 
is having, first of all, a remarkable um, uh, uh, title slide. Somebody that is something that people will see and be like, what is that? I want to read the rest of that. And sometimes people will do these really cool things where they ask, a, a, you know, a funny question or they'll make a really bold statement and it'll come with like, you know, a close-up picture of somebody, you know, something that catches people's attention. And then, of course, you want to follow it up with some great content, some great slides, but you need to have that remarkable title slide that catches people's attention. And secondly, the show don't just tell is a lot of people will put, uh, have a ton of slides that are just text, 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 text. And on SlideShare, people are not willing to read. In social media in general, they're not willing to give you that much time to read your stuff. Um, you know, they really want you to show them what you're saying. So going heavy with images and, and trying to tell a visual story is definitely another another trick to get notice on SlideShare. Mm. So th those would be my two. My two things. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I love it. You know, I was just thinking, this is just this just came to me actually. SlideShare, mm -hmm. that I mean that would be such a great place for design students to practice mm -hmm. creating present great presentations and just seeing how many mm -hmm. people view it. That's that's absolutely, awesome. absolutely. Yeah, you can test your skills. You know, if you publish work up there, people will, you know, give you feedback, um, you know, leave comments if they love it. Maybe a lot of a lot of people are very honest on SlideShare. They'll tell you if they think that one of your slides was missing something, you know, so you can get great feedback just from the comments. And then yeah, absolutely, based on how many views you get, uh, how many shares you get, and it shows you all of that information on in the analytics part. And, and also whether or not SlideShare picks it up and, and features it on their homepage as a top presentation or a featured presentation, then you know you're doing a good job. So it's definitely a good, you know, playground for designers to test their, their skills. Wow. Okay, you listen yeah. to that, everyone? Go check out SlideShare. <laughs> Is it SlideShare.net? .net, I believe, yeah. SlideShare.net. Mm -hmm. Go check it out. It's a great way to build your own personal brand and get your, get your designs out there. You don't even mm -hmm. you don't even need to have your own sort of resume website. You can just pop your your presentations yeah. on the slide chair. That's awesome. I really wanted to talk to you about visual presentations and the importance of yeah. of the visuals. Mm -hmm. A lot of our listeners are very visual people, and they are. And I know you're all really creative and and know the importance of visuals. But can you just mm -hmm. sort of reiterate just what sure what a, what a what a good what difference a good visual presentation can make to your overall presentation mm -hmm. so i'd like to preface this by saying that two things about visuals um one they're not necessary okay but if you're gonna go naked with no visuals then you better have a really great story and a really great presence on stage like sir ken robinson for example his talks his ted talks are amazing he has no visuals but he tells great stories. He's really funny. And the stories that he tells you help you visualize what he's saying. So you're still, there's still some sort of visual involved, but it's in your mind. You're visualizing all the great things that he's telling you. And, and second of all, visuals won't save you from, you know, uh, if your content is not good. So you've got to build a solid structure of interesting content, uh, you know, well, well, well thought, uh, well thought, ideas, et cetera, et cetera. And then you can wrap that up with nice visuals that, that emphasize all the great content. So I want to say that first about visuals. Um, but if you do use visuals and if you do use them well, they can really take your message to the next level. 
um, you know, when, when you've got a lot of dense information or a lot of technical information. People appreciate it when you make an effort to simplify that information for them and put it in a metaphor or, or an image that will make it easy for them to absorb. You know, people just, visual information is just so easy to absorb compared to, to verbal information. Um, you know, if you show me a, a slide with 10 bullet points on it and you only show it to me for a flash for like two seconds, I won't be able to read all of that. But you can do take all of that information, put it in an image, show me that image for two seconds. My brain will be able to absorb that in, that information, analyze it in those two seconds. So you know, it's just so images are just a way to really um, uh, basically facilitate the learning process. So that's how they should be used. Yeah. I know a lot of people suffer from the too much text syndrome mm-hmm. with with a design presentation. Most most people do tend to present mostly images. I'd like mm-hmm. to hear your thoughts on: Is there such thing as too too many images on one slide? Too many images on one slide? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I do prefer in my designs typically to go with one image per slide, uh, maybe two at most if needed, or some sort of a, a collage if needed. But I'd say. It's best to stick to one one image per slide, and the reason why is because, you know, anytime you're giving a presentation, there are two focal points, right? There's the speaker, and then there's his slides. And really, people can only focus their attention 100% on one focal point. So they're either looking at you, the speaker, or they're looking at your slides. If your slides are simple and clear, they can look at them for a split second, get the message from the slide, and go back to focusing on you, the speaker, which is what we want them to do. If your slides are complicated, if there's too many focal points within your slides, then they're going to be distracted looking at your slides and and possibly stop listening to you and lose focus on you. So that's why I do recommend going with with one image. And and at large, I don't think that there is such thing as using too many images in general. Uh, In fact, I'm a proponent of if if you can and you've got a 30-slide presentation, make it a 30-picture presentation. One picture per slide and just pictures, almost no text. That can make for a great presentation, of course, depending on what your topic is. It might not always be appropriate. But, um, but images can be used in, 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 in very, you know, fun, original ways. You can use an image as a, um, uh, as a, uh, what do you call it when you tell a joke? <laughs> Punchline? Punchline, thank you. Um, uh, yeah, you can use a, a picture as a punchline to a joke. You know, you can start talking about something and preparing for, a, a, you know, something to come and then pausing and then putting a funny picture up there that answers the question that you just asked or something like that. So that's a funny way to use pictures. And you can just keep doing that through your whole presentation um, or telling a visual story. If you're telling the story of how you came to doing what you're, you know, what you're doing now, you can start with, I was born here, picture of wherever you were born, then I moved here, a picture of wherever you lived, and then I worked here, a picture of you with your coworkers at that place, et cetera. And you can literally just give a presentation with images and a story. So I really like that idea of, of telling the story with using using just pictures. Yeah. Because people tend yeah. to just just talk and, and, and tell the story with just one visual there. But to actually exactly. have that, that transition, that's that's cool. Mhm, mhm, mhm. I I just did that actually for a client of mine, who uh, who gave a keynote a few days ago, and and her whole concept was was a, a picture 
per, you know, 10 words almost. It was, she was telling a story and showing pictures of how she came to, you know, became who she is and, and, and built her company, et cetera. And I can tell you the audience loved it. She gave me great feedback. Everyone just, you know, it was entertaining. It was fun. It was light. Even though her presentation was over a hundred slides, it was so light and, 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 and quick that she just breezed through it and it just felt very, you know, it was very entertaining. It was very light. What are some yeah. what are some interesting ways or different ways of using text in a presentation? Hmm. Um, using animations and reveal effects in PowerPoint, you can do some interesting things with text. So you can have, you know, a background image there first, and then some sort of an insight pop up with in text format on top of it. So you can create some cool effects with text that way. Um, how else can you use text? Text. You can have quite a bit of text on a slide. Say if it's a it's a sales pitch, for example, or a proposal deck. Sometimes the content has to be there. You know, it's technical content, it's dense information. It has to be there. If you play with the size of the of the of the text and the font and the typeface, you can do a lot of cool things and basically create a hierarchy of information. So the the bigger an object you know, the more it will catch our attention. And so we, we tend to go from the biggest thing or the highest thing on a page to the smallest thing and the lowest thing on a page. So if you play with the size of the text and have the most important information, maybe one number, 25%, make that nice and big in the middle of your slide. And then underneath it, you can have, you know, secondary information, but much, much smaller. That's a great way to you know, control the focus or control the attention of the person where you want them, what information you want them to focus on. So playing with the size of the text, et cetera, yeah. That's great. That's really interesting, actually, because I've, I've seen a lot of presentations where people will put up a really interesting statistic, you know, like 80% mm -hmm. of this is caused by blah, 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 but it'll mm -hmm. just be all in the same size and it'll just be written straight across the screen. And that exactly. does not make for a very appealing slide. It doesn't, and it doesn't capitalize on, you know, the, 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 using the way that you can use PowerPoint as a visual, you know, display of information where you can make things bigger and you can, you know, you don't have to write straight sentences like you do in, in Word. In Word, of course, you have to write one sentence and it's all in one line. But in PowerPoint, you know, you can do all sorts of things. So absolutely emphasizing the big numbers, et cetera. And then another thing that I see people do is they'll have that statistic, 80%, but it's drowning in a sea of other, of other numbers mm. and statistics on this massive chart that they put up there. And so I, I tell a lot of people, if you've got this massive chart, but you're only going to focus on one number in that chart, ditch the chart, just show the number. You know, because if you tell people the number and then you show them the chart, they're going to be looking for that number and then they're going to be looking at all the other statistics and the other variables and trying to read, you know, everything on the y-axis. <laughs> and it's just yeah. really, it gets messy and distracting. So, yeah. Okay. Now, keeping on with the text thing, I want, I want yeah. to get really technical here. Yes. Okay. <laughs> black text on white background or white mm -hmm. text on black background? Ooh. It depends on the on the effect that you're trying to create, I would say. If you're going for, you know, a very clean and clinical feel like, you know, Apple, then black on white can be very beautiful, you know, with the right font and, and the right image. It can be, you know, very beautiful. 
But if you're trying to create maybe more of a mysterious or dramatic feel, then white on black uh, works much better and, mm. and, and can be, you know, can, can have a great effect, especially if you want to ask a question, like put up a question on the screen, you know, white on black, that looks really good. Okay. Mm -hmm. Capitals or lowercase? <laughs> um, again, I would use that effect of, of using capital versus lowercase to emphasize certain information on your slides versus other. So maybe a title in capital and then the text in, in lowercase, the text that's underneath it. Um, okay. But don't go crazy with it. <laughs> because I know some people. I know some people are like. I know some people love just using capitals for everything, for everything especially in yeah. architecture. They love using capitals. And then I had a friend who was like, "Don't ever use capitals ever because it's it makes it harder to read that sort of thing." So I just wanted to get your opinion on well, that. So yeah, well, there's this there's this idea that uh, when you're using capitals, especially in an email, for example, that means you're yelling, right? It, or at least it yes. feels like you're yelling at somebody. Uh, and so it has a really, really poor um, effect. But so, yeah, definitely not using um, capital letters all throughout your slides. One, not only because it feels very aggressive, but also because it's hard to read. And, you know, when you put up a slide on a screen, there's people sitting in the back that may not, you know, be able to see the screen as closely, you know, and as I ideally. Um, so you don't, you want to make things very easy to read. And so capital letters just don't work for that. So for one small word, maybe on your slide that you want to emphasize, yes, absolutely use capital letters, but don't cool. go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I just want to ask you actually, Nadine, mm -hmm. since you're so, since you're so obsessed with, with good presentations, yes, what, I am. <laughs> what, what, were you, what were you like when you, when you first started giving presentations? Well, oh my what, what what was the number one thing that you struggled with? Giving them or designing them? Oh, either. Okay. Both. What's I'll one thing? You, that, what's I'll... one thing that sticks out in your mind? Yeah, uh, giving them. I was awful at first, terrible. Like when I was in college, and in looking back now, I really wish that there was a class in college that would have taught us, you know, presentation delivery, presentations in general, because it is really something that you. You end up doing a lot in college and throughout your career. You're constantly giving presentations, and yet there's nothing in college that prepares you to to to, to do that. Um, so I, I I wasn't very good at delivering presentations in college, and simply because I didn't understand the importance of preparation and knowing your stuff. Um, I would have my cue cards, and I would count on you know all these. Uh, you know, materials that I would have with me to remind me what I need to say, and I wouldn't prepare that much. And so that really just made for a very poor, you know, performance when it came to presentation. Um, uh, years later, when I started giving workshops on presentation design, my first workshop, I remember, I knew my stuff so well. I had studied it for so many hours and I was just so passionate about it that that all came through in my delivery and so I was so much more comfortable because I was prepared because I knew my stuff inside out I was ready for any question that came my way um, and so my delivery was effortless and and I had no jitters as soon as it was my time to talk all of a sudden I was just like a fish in water I was very comfortable um, so I realized that that was very important is, is the preparation and knowing your stuff really well makes a huge difference. As far as the design, 
I look at my older designs, they're still very similar to what I do now. Um, a little bit heavier on the on the text part. Um, but but yeah, I've, I've basically been designing the same way ever since I started. Very heavy on visuals. I, I try to put a lot of color. I'm very I'm a very colorful person. Um, I think color makes for a great effect on your slides, and then a lot of images. Yeah, and I've I've had a look at, at Nadine's slides, and there, yeah, her use of color is just amazing. So definitely go check that <laughs> out. Where can they find? Where can people find your slide shares? Uh, it's slideshare.net slash Nadine Hanafi, N-A-D-I-N-E-H-A-N-A-F-I. I know, it's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Look, I'll make, it, I'll make it very easy for people. I'll put a link to that yeah. in the show notes. So, yeah, yeah, but everyone definitely go check it out. They're, they're very quirky and fun and use yeah. lots of humor. And yeah. they're, I reckon they're the best slideshows going around on Slideshare. Definitely go check that out. For color, they can go to, uh, you guys can go to my website, um, wearevisual.com under the resource section. I've got a little ebook there with uh, tons of color palettes that you can use for your designs or get inspiration from. Cool. Is it free? <laughs> Absolutely. Just give me your email address. Oh, we love free stuff. Everyone, yeah. go, go sign up and get that ebook. We can learn how to match your colors. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Nadine, do you have any sort of last tips that you'd like to share with our listeners today on how to design a real kick-ass presentation? Sure, absolutely. I think um, keeping your message simple is key when it comes to presentations. Um, you can have beautiful visuals, but if, you're, if your content is too dense and there's just too much stuff to absorb, it's just not going to work. And people have limited attention spans, especially nowadays. So they can really only focus on something for a maximum of 20 minutes. And so you've got to be able to, within 15 minutes, get a lot of information across. So if you structure it and you simplify it, that really makes a huge difference. That's what, what, I, would, uh, what I would advise. Awesome. Cool. Oh, well, that, that just about brings us to the end of the interview, Nadine. Wonderful. But look, thank you so much for joining me today. It's been an absolute pleasure. You shared some My pleasure. really, really <laughs> great stuff. And I hope everyone takes, takes those tips on board and, and definitely go check out Nadine's slideshows over at slideshare.net. And of course, I will put a link to that in the show notes and also a link to your website, Nadine. So thank you. Hooroo. <laughs> Thanks again to Nadine Hanafi of We Are Visual for joining me on the podcast. Isn't she great? She's got so much wisdom and advice to share, so I really hope that you got something out of it. Now, I have a challenge of the week for you, and this week's challenge is go have a look at SlideShare and maybe even upload one of your design presentations. Now, you may be asking, why would I upload my presentation, my design presentations to SlideShare? I've got a very good reason for you. SlideShare is strongly integrated with LinkedIn. You can actually follow your LinkedIn contacts on SlideShare and they can follow you too. And you can actually share your SlideShare uploads with your LinkedIn network too. So if you have any interest at all in getting noticed for your work, especially by your professional network, and I have a sneaking suspicion you do, definitely consider using SlideShare to help you achieve this. I didn't know what to expect when I uploaded my one presentation there, 
but all of a sudden it's got hundreds of views and I've got all these people following me. So now I'm thinking, hmm, maybe there's something in this. So it's definitely a tool I'm going to be using a lot more in the future. So, and I'll, I'll definitely keep you posted on that when I start uploading some more slideshows. And that brings us to the end of episode 20. I hope you enjoyed the show today. Now, let me ask you something. Have you left a review yet for, the, for this podcast? If not, I would really appreciate it if you could just leave a, a quick review and rating in iTunes. Just go to designdrawspeak.com and follow the links there, or you can find me in iTunes. You know, rating and review is just the best way for this podcast to be discovered by, by more people. And that's exactly what I like to do, and that is share the love. So please head on over to iTunes. I would really, really appreciate it. And I really hope that you enjoy the rest of your day and that you have a fabulous week. And until next time, this has been Presentation Skills for Design Students, helping you become a confident, creative communicator.